Welcome back to Bodybuilding Nation Radio. You're here with Chris Schmid, Matt Napick, and Nathan Jacobs. Welcome, gentlemen. How are we this week? Good, man. Plotting along. Very you, Nate? Yeah, good, man. Just uh, adapting to having a four-day weekend, which was weird. And, and fucking yeah. up chicken for dinner. Yeah, basically. <laughs> good times. Good times. Uh, what are the drinks I'd... you're having? The poppers. Um, they're called. Hang on, find one. They're like a Nestle medical thing. Ah, uh, give me a sec. Insure? Is that them? No, it's. You know it's good because it's coming from Nestle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's actually, it's actually a pretty complete profile. Yeah, right. My yeah, my um, my my dad and father-in-law both had the same things when they were in hospital. When they, when my father-in-law got out uh, for briefly, he he was pretty much on them to try to put weight back on. Yeah, they're they're calorie dense, but they just taste like shit. Why don't you just have a normal protein drink? Hey. Oh, that. They've got everything. They're like vitamins, um, like minerals. They're like a full profile kind of thing. You should get like a. Um, I'm going to send you uh, when we got out get our chocolate greens. I'm going to send you one of those up so you can flavor it with the chocolate greens. Might help. Oh, oh dude, yeah. you can't flavor it. The vanilla tastes like shit, and it's fucking brown. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So how much? Uh, what are you weighing at the moment? Uh, 79.9 no, plus on the jump of the scales. kilos, fuck me dead. Yeah, but I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't dropped anymore, which is the positive thing. Yeah, good. So I was I was 105 down to 92. <laughs> I was 92 when I, was, when I went to hospital, or 96, sorry. I came out of hospital at 87, and then Ooh. I dropped down to 79. Yeah, wow. hell. Is it easy so, to move around now, being that light? Um, oh, I've never been overly agile, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, 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 joints, my joints don't hurt, my lower back doesn't hurt, so that's... Uh, the positive. That's I'm trying to get a positive out of this. Yeah, I know. It's a bit hard when I was the guy that used to say, you know, you're not a man if you're under 100 kilos. Yeah, uh, that's true, yeah. I have, to, I have to say, but like when you lose a bit of weight, like when you lose size, you do feel better generally. Do you find that? Like you just like yeah, like your whole joints and arms and just everything. Like you feel a bit better. Yeah, I look. I, I think if I did, if I wasn't having the issues I was having, I'd feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. That's like when I, when I'm feeling good, I feel you know much better than when I was cruising around at like you know one one ten one fifteen. I yeah. um. Well, do you, did you notice, like, I like I love shoes, right? So I've got, like, a whole shitload of shoes and, like, every other bodybuilder, I think. Um, and I have a lot of uh, fly knits, like the, 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 the Nike fly knit races. And when I was, say, anywhere from 110, 112 kilos up to whatever it was, I got up to 128 kilos, I was crushing shoes. <laughs> like crushed properly when I was 126, 128 kilos, I was crushing shoes like 
I constantly had to like just wear different types of shoes because I was just flattening them. That's one thing. That's, yeah, man. It was just like no stability either. So I was just like rolling it. My ankles were rolling around constantly. Yeah, but fuck. now now that I'm lighter, I can wear all my shoes again. And then they're all comfortable and I can walk without getting sore feet and knees and everything. So that's Is, that, is that why fat people's feet are really wide? Yeah, they're flat. Like they just yeah. end up getting like crushed and spread out. Yeah. Like they always look like fucking... Um, their legs look like, you know, it's huge fat people. Their legs look like fucking, um, like the clown made them at the fucking fair. Yeah, that's like... what I'm saying. Uh, Fred Flintstone feet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they're squ- they're squashing them out. Are you, a shoe, are, you, are you a shoe collector, Nathan? Um, I'm not a shoe collector, but, like, I, I live in basketball shoes, so I haven't really noticed too much of a difference. Uh... But, yeah, I, I mean, a, any given opportunity, I'll wear basketball shoes. Like, yeah. someone needs to be either dead or getting married for me to wear fucking... <laughs> See, that's the same thing as me. Dress, I wear basketball shoes. shorts, shirt, and bas- and anything, like, basketball-ish I'll wear because it's just comfortable shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I live in basketball shorts. The jo- like the joys of working from home. I just wake up, pull on a pair of Jordans, and I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a preference in like Jordans or Nike Elite? Or anything, or just Jordans. Um, depends because you can get the you can get the elite Jordan ones Ooh. as well. See, I like elites because they're really they're yeah. Longer. I, I like the I like the fancy ones. I like the pro combat ones. Yeah, right. What the about, fuck are you talking about? Well, just different. <laughs> just like like do you know how we we wear the really really long uh, basketball shorts, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, Jordans are like a certain... Well, Jordans are all a different length, but these elite, uh, Nike elite basketball shorts, they're always fucking super long. I love them. They're like really long. You like them too. Is Jordan... Isn't Jordan like Nike? Yeah, Jordan is Nike. Is Nike, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? They've got like different styles, I guess. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I'm wearing H&M shorts now. They're really comfy. H&M. That's yeah, Jackie's so Jackie. one for me. Yeah, Jackie. Way to go, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I buy my own clothes. <laughs> yeah, nah. Oh, even do I. Fuck. The only clo- or I live in Bodybuilding Nation and Jordans. That's it. Pretty much. Um, free, free clothes. So, I I, I really didn't um, have a, uh, a, a Easter long weekend, really. I um, was dieting the whole time. Did um, Oh, Nathan, did you eat chocolate at all? Um, yeah, I did. You did? Uh, I, w- I wouldn't advise it. Oh, really? It fucked you up? Yeah, ev- evidently I think um, I've, I've developed an intolerance to lactose, which isn't really surprising. No, it doesn't surprise me at all, man. At all. Same as, same as fructose. So, I, I get I, I get the feeling when it's all said and done, I'm going to be one of those people that's like, I can't have lactose, I can't have gluten, and like I, I'm literally turning into the thing I most despise. I don't think we can be friends anymore, Nathan. I oh, mean, I, I don't think I can be friends with me anymore, to be honest. <laughs> 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 oh, Is it, isn't that how, isn't that supposed to be when you bodybuilding any friends with bodybuilders? Is it, if, yeah. I, you're, if you're big, I'm not friends with you. Well, that's that's the thing. I've never been a bodybuilder, but I just sort of end up where all my mates have been bodybuilders anyway. So. <laughs> well, you're a big cunt anyway. I was, I was actually yeah. gonna I was actually gonna do a uh, a little bit of a 
uh, interview on you, like, you, there's a couple of times that you've come out and told us some fucking crazy lifts that you've done. Like, what, give us a bit of a, uh, a little bit more of a, um, let's say like a background on like what you actually did when you were a big cunt. Like, what, what was your training? Like, why were you training? What was your training style? What were you trying to achieve and, and, and so forth? Um, well, I guess probably the easiest way to explain it, like, I, I was a fat kid all through school. Yeah. Like, my nick, my nickname all through high school was Nugget. Oh, yeah, um, rock on. <laughs> so, I, I was that dude. Like, it, like, I'm the lightest I've, I've been since probably I was in maybe year nine or ten at the moment. Um, and then just with sort of shit I had grown up, like, I was a very fucking angry dude for a long time. Like me. Like, Pe- pe- people will joke and say that I'm still like that now, but nah, like a- anyone that knows me, bef- anyone that knew me before I moved to the Gold Coast, which is kind of weird because I sort of moved to the Gold Coast and mellowed out, but I-, I was just an angry, angry dude and um, started training when I, I think I was 22 and um, yeah, just spent any spare time I had pretty much in the gym. Especially when I was work when I was working in road construction, still I'd sort of basically I'd start work at sort of five six in the morning. I'd work until two in the afternoon, and then I'd start work again from four anywhere until eight midnight, one o'clock, depending on what was happening. So I sort of had two hours during the day that I just had to kill. So I just basically got wired up on caffeine and, and went around the gym. And then um, I moved to. When I moved to the Gold Coast, I started training at the mass facility with all the boys that were training there, and um, well, how did got that a bit come of intelligence about, about what I was about? actually doing. How did it come about that you you trained hey? there? Um, well, just through social media, I was I was sort of became friends with a couple of guys there. I became friends with Luke, obviously, and um, Lockie Donaldson, and then uh, I moved up and I just messaged Lockie one day and like, oh hey, be real cool to come train down there and sort of a bit fanboyish and then. Um, you know, I was part of the furniture there pretty quickly. Yeah, right. So, but I, I mean, I had some, I had some good sessions in that gym. Like, I got videos, I think, of a 180 kilo front squat, uh, 200 kilo back squat, uh, triceps with fat bars doing 100, and, uh, 100, 125 kilos for 10 reps. Through a tricep across the incline, decline, flat bench. Nice. So, All I, of this, I was, man. I was, I was like pretty, you were proper, proper bodybuilding. What was that? So you were just proper bodybuilding, like you're literally all like no holds barred, like just trying to get as big as you can, lift as much weight as you can, and eating like a bodybuilder. Yeah. So you're bodybuilding. Yeah. 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 Pretty much, man. Yeah. Um, for all intents and purposes, like uh, to. I know at one stage down there we had maybe ten, nine or ten of us that were regular trainers there, mm-hmm. um, and that was basically it. And you know the average would have been probably one hundred and ten kilos and eight percent. Yeah, right. That's fucking awesome. So you know, pe- people talk about like the environments of gyms and stuff like that and places to train, but and you have guys there that you know range from. Um, FST FST seven style training to MI forty to um, you know Mark Coles Poliquin basically every single different training methodology 
you know, there was someone there that believed in it very strongly. So it, it was a good chance to, you know, if I was feeling flat one week, I'd just talk to someone and go, you know, what should I be doing and try something different. And yeah, it was good, man. Like I, I grew, the the biggest I got to was about 118. Yeah, so wow. I was up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, nice. um, but sat around sort of 112 to 115. You'll be back there soon, my friend. Yeah, maybe. It's it's not really a big priority for me at the moment, but like that's you know it's in that's, your blood. that's the one thing that's in the back of, It's in your blood. Well man. that's that's the one thing that's in the back of my mind. It's like I, I you know, I could do it with um like I, I wasn't an intelligent trainer for a long time. You know, I wasn't a big eater for a long time. Like if I can put everything together I'll be back to where I was pretty damn quickly. Yeah, I think so. Like, with especially having the obviously you've got strength too. You know, like that's a big thing when it comes to like obviously bodybuilding strength. It sounds stupid, but um, yeah, if you can move some weight and damage muscle, fuck me dead. Yeah, like I, I had like I've done. Yeah, I've done some pretty stupid lifts where I probably shouldn't have, and just put together like stupid workouts, like you know. But there's 12, nothing better than those stupid size workout. giant sets and stuff like that, so. Fuck when me and Matt started. Well, I... Oh, go on, sorry. Well, it made me grow. That was probably the one thing about not being too intelligent about how I was training. Like, I just didn't know any better. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 just, I just worked my way up. Like, the front squat one. Like, when I was... I started doing front squats because I got shitty shoulder mobility. Mm-hmm. And can't back squat properly. So someone's like, why don't you front squat? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I think the first time I had a front squat, I front squat a 160. Yeah. And I was just like, yep, yeah, cool, this is natural. I just kept going. And then people were sort of looking at me and they're like, that's a fucking big front squat. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, the, only uh, problem, <laughs> the only problem with front squats for me, I just choke myself out constantly. Well, that, that was the thing. I've, I've always had really big oversized delts. So I could just lift my arms up and it would just sit in the nice crease of my delts. Yeah, that's not happening with me. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Matt used to do, like, how long were our sessions on legs, Matt? Like, back in the day, training at oh, Riley's and stuff. Yeah, back at Riley's, like, what, what, I think, you know, between two and four hours. Yeah. We'd spend in there. <laughs> and it was mainly just... Yeah, man, we... Yeah. We've we done some sessions down there, like, there's... There was an arm session that Lockie Donaldson put us through, and there was me, Lockie, Dylan Crookshank, um, Phil Dumlo, who people don't know, he's a Gold Coast freak. That he, He's a guy that rolls around 120 kilos and will show up to a show at some stage. What's his name destroy again? Destroy another lineup. What's his name again? Phil Dumlo. Dumlo. Oh, Phil? I think I've seen him. Dumlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, massive yeah. day. Yeah, 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 so we had, yeah, Lockie, Crookie, me, Phil... Um, Ty Lucas, Will Barter, Benny White, like there was there was no one under 105 kilos, I don't think, and we done a two and a half hour arm session. Like man, the the amount of photos I've got on my on my old phone of people throwing up in the garden there was just atrocious. Uh, <laughs> I've only. Like, I, I'm not a big, like, I won't push myself to uh, throw, I don't think, like, throwing up's really that great, but I, me, I don't think me and Matt ever threw up, did we, Matt? Mm, no, I don't think so. Maybe I'd come, the closest I came was with um, 
Um, Wood. Like, Wood. Uh, Luke Wood. Yeah. When he trained us. And then um, I vomited in my mouth benching, trying to beat my um, trying to beat my three-plate record. That's the only time I've actually, like, like, like had something come up. And I've thrown up benching, of all things. <laughs> the only time, the only time I've thrown up is do- doing legs. But the thing is, I ate two double cheeseburgers about ten minutes before I went to train legs. Yeah, and, it's uh, kind of understandable. Yeah, there was kind of like there was just sitting in my throat the whole time. Yeah, I, I think if you go, to, I, I don't think you can finish training properly after you vomited. But I think if you, if you go to that point, I think you back off and let it settle, then keep going hard. I think I think that's like a tipping point in vomiting. It's um, <laughs> it's debilitating. The the only time I've spewed it wasn't. And I think there's a difference between spewing food up and like I, I trained one day without eating, and um, done legs, like didn't eat didn't eat a pre workout meal and just got put on the leg press with um Dane Hutchinson who was a coach down there who's just sadistic. And was just like, would just drop a plate off, and he's like, all right, give me 10. And then I'd get 10 reps out, and he'd start counting. Um, and my CNS just shut down one day. Like, my, my, my legs just dropped and stopped working, and I literally just rolled off the thing and just spewed and just laid in my own spew, and I couldn't do anything about it. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, I, that's, I've, had, that's I've had plenty of guys spew training with me. And Nate Christos spewed with me training at um, Broadway. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bloke spewed with me training at Penrith, um, Lance. I used to do INBA. Oh, this was years ago. And he, he got in, he thought he was all right. And he got in his car and chummed it all over himself in his car, yeah. all over his steering wheel and all over his I've lap had, and everything. Renee, and that was at least. Renee's made her cousin spew training arms. Yeah, that's gold. <laughs> <laughs> a male. That's, like that's, a male. That's, in, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Freak. Reneo can throw down. Uh, yeah, fuck. Um, uh, yeah, I, and Matt, and, yeah. Um, what? Uh, and that that was uh, that was often Easter question, by the way. So, Matt, how did you go yesterday? Because I know you did damage. Uh, yeah, fuck. I ate that much chocolate. It was ridiculous. Well, I, Jackie went down to um, Canberra. She went. She drove down like with fucking half her family. Her her cousin plays for um, Canberra. The Canberra Raiders, so they all went down for the long weekend to watch and play the Warriors, and um, so it was just me and Till having a bachelor party. So I was bored. So I thought, oh, I'll go. I'll go see what Easter eggs I got left at um at Coles. So oh, so you the, actually went and bought fucking... them? I went and bought them, man, because oh, I didn't have any. I anything. thought you got given them. Oh, that's even worse, Matt. Okay. Yeah, bought heaps of shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well. I... I had a cream egg for the first time in my life. So so we tried I had my nieces over on Thursday and I wanted to try a Cadbury cream egg. So the guy at the fucking IGA at um Knightsbridge near Castle Hill didn't put it in the bag, so I didn't get to have it, but my sister brought me a couple over afterwards, so I got to try a cream egg and they're fucking awesome. I don't know where they've been my whole life. Yeah, I um, I'd rather the um the caramel ones. <sighs> It was delicious. Yeah, I, had, Renee, I, Renee I, I loves love, them too. Hey, I don't I love anything. It was out of the fridge. I put it in the fridge. All oh, right, so it was like better out sticky. of the fridge. Yeah, so that's not running and fucking all that. But what I have: two cream eggs, crunchy egg, like a Kit Kat egg, 
fucking red tulip bunny. Not red tulip. Yeah, red tulip bunny. Cadbury bunny. Um, a block of Kit Kat. Yeah, just a plain Cadbury egg. Block of Kit Kat. Oh. I, I eat so much. I got a chocolate hangover. That's shocking. I don't think it's the sugar that messes you up as much as maybe the caffeine content of it. I don't know. Everything, I think. How much caffeine is in chocolate? I think it's a whole lot. Fuck, it was worth I, I, I'm doubtful of that. Uh, I, I've never ate that much chocolate where caffeine did. I, I consider myself an expert on getting sick from caffeine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I think you have to put away a fucking lot of chocolate to be able to do that. Yeah. It was maybe the sodium in it. I don't know. It was just, it was like, like hangover symptoms. You know what I mean? Like today, this morning. Probably just that much uh, fucking just shit. <laughs> and yeah, not, not actual right. real food. It was like probably because it was so yeah. like nothing, you know, like just yeah. turned, to, turned to like water. No just real substance. And I haven't, I haven't trained. I've been trained properly. I think it's in three weeks now. Why? But I haven't actually been trained. Yeah, why? I've just been busy, just taking a break. Like I thought, well, why, why flog the horse when I'm not going to have enough time to, you know, be able to train properly for one and two. The, the, that shoulder injury and the and the forearm is just catching up with me. So I thought, oh, I'll have a break, so just let everything rest for a little while, and then probably probably in about two weeks after all the um. Shows and everything are over, and it quietens down a little bit. I'll start again, but my my shoulder was giving me that much shit. That's fucking horrendous. Sorry, you need to go see Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm gonna wait till probably like the last, probably probably this week sometime. I'll try to get in with him and get him to release my delt because it's my he he did some work on it before, Mm. and it's like my my lateral head of my right delt is like bound up to the front so it's like kind of like it's not moving properly for its like range of motion when i do pressing movements you're right and um do you know what that's from it's been playing up ever since we did that stupid fucking who could do the most reps on 50 kilo dumbbells I that aaron pilates fine. started I'm, I'm fine yeah well mine's been playing up ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... and then yeah and Forearm business, man. The forearm has been just giving me hell. So, well, I'll just, you know, back off and have some time off training. But I think the whole not eating, you know, not eating consistently and all that probably didn't help either with my, my the amount of chocolate I consumed yesterday. So yeah, that would have made you feel. It's kind of like on the day, the day of comp, not eating uh, good food with all the shit food makes you absolutely feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'd I don't be know it. that man. Fuck. But yeah. Um, a little bit of bodybuilding news. Um, Akeem Williams. He, I, I didn't even know he was actually even doing um, the New York Pro. But he's. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just trying to get big. But um, he's just posted. He posted a picture this week, um, posing in um, Beta Budai's uh, office, and he looks. I don't think I've ever seen him this good on stage. Yeah, he looks fucking enormous, man. He like, looks fucking enormous. Like he, he, the, the the pecs, like he's doing a he's doing That's... a front lat spread, and the pecs are just everything is full. Like everything, yeah. the, the the back it looks like he's holding balloons underneath his 
arms and his pecs are full from the front. Like, the arms are stupid, the legs, everything. It kind of, if you blow your eyes, it's kind of like Ronnie Coleman with slightly smaller legs. I, I'm, I'm really dubious of that photo, though. I'm very, what very sceptical of that photo. What is that? Uh, open it up, have a look at his his left side lat. So the right side as you're looking at it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It looks like a balloon. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, the cunt is big, man. He's a big unit. Oh, no, I'll get it and I'll zoom in. So what, this, are you, this, what are you saying? It's warped? Yeah. Let's have a look. Uh, nah. nah his, nah. his, his left side or his right side? Okay, hang on one second. His, his, his left. Okay, one second. I'm going to send yeah. you a back shot of him just standing in the gym in a singlet. I can't, I can't see any real warping, man. Like, look at that, Nathan. Oh, I'm skeptical of any Instagram photos that come out of Kuwait. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> check out, check out the. Um, it looks like he's done something to his back, though. <laughs> um, you reckon, Matt? Oh, Nathan? I, I reckon. I reckon he's got a waist trainer in that photo. That one is back. He, what do you uh, mean? Done something? What jab something in there? Or yeah, fucking... man. Look at look look at the low, like look at the Terry's. Yeah, and actually the lat, like it's literally. Well, there's no lat. I mean, per se, like it's just all Terry's and. But let's go down to the bottom, man. There's not much thickness yeah, down the bottom. Yeah, he, uh, Nathan reckons he might have a waist trainer on. I reckon yeah. 100% he does. They've all, they all use them over there. Yeah, you know, that's 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 a definite possibility because it's just unnaturally up and down on the waist. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, like the, the lats and things connect down right near the hip. Like, you know, there should be something coming out there, but there's nothing. It's just up and down and then freaky as fuck. Waist trainers are like synth, though, man. Everywhere else uses them, except for in Australia, you get ridiculed for it. Yeah. I use waist trainer. And you get ridiculed for it. If you don't, you will now. Waist trainers are for girls. I use a a waist trainer, man. Fuck, they're awesome. But it's a... It's kind of like a um, like a back support, and I get messaged all the time, like in in um, after the gym, where where I get them from. People people love them. Hmm. I use it for <laughs> training as well. They're the same as they're the same as a belt. People, I love hearing people say that a belt will weaken your core. If you know how to use it properly, it should actually strengthen your core. Yeah, I only use I, I use a well, belt like um, a, a waist strain is the same because you're meant to be you're tensing against it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I try to well, you... I try to teach people like um, to pull off the belt, if you know what I mean. So pull back off the belt, so you're always keeping your midsection tight. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like it's like you teach yourself to contract, um, yeah. like away from that wall, so it strengthens your muscles. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. You get a tiny waist. Yeah, you, you get rid of you get ridiculed um, for your tiny waist. Who <laughs> me? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Photoshopping, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, photoshopping. Being on the end of a lens. Yeah. By, yeah. By, by dude with the most fucking disgusting waist I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. Let's, let's keep it civilized. Not everybody's heard of fisheye lenses. 
What else has been happening in the um, bodybuilding world? Not much uh, at all, I don't think. Quiet, man. There's not. There's not. The, when's the next pro show? I think it is it's the, all the same. Um, it is the New York Pro, and then there's. Um, what was the Arnold that's coming up? The Brazil, the the lineup with that was looking pretty average, like like really average. Arnold, Arnold Classic Brazil. That's, yeah. It's so it's sort of got to the point of saturation with it. No, I think it's um so it's Juan Morel, Johnny Jackson, Guy Cistanino, Earl Abrams, Michael Lockett, Lucas Osladell, T- Thomas. Casper and Derek Upshaw. That that that's it. Eight guys. I, I know. I don't know what the. I mean, what's the prize money like? It's a. It's bigger than the other shows. Yeah, for sure. It'd be like, like twenty five grand, won't it, for the first twenty five grand? Or, I mean, they don't want to go to Brazil. Is that it? Or like, like what, what's the go? I I just I just don't think. I I don't think like it's. The Arnold Australia and the Arnold Ohio are the only ones these guys seem to take seriously. Like, right. they're the only ones that get treated like an Arnold. Yeah. The rest yeah. of them are just... Like, the, the Europe's... Yeah, the Europe's kind of like a backup after the, um... After the Olympia. And then, you know, it's just like the old European tour. Then, yeah, like, Brazil, the, the lineups have gotten progressively weaker. The last year wasn't, wasn't too strong either, was it? Nah, man. They're all sure. they're they're not that great, eh? Like, like it's it's is it spread too thin or is it, like is it oversaturated? Like Nathan I think it's said, oversaturated. there's too many of them. Hmm. Like I mean, what I think I think the point of um, like what Arnold's trying to do gets lost a lot of the time with some of these places as well. Like he's just trying to promote like health and fitness and um, you know participation in all sports. Like it's a it's a really positive thing, but I don't know. Like, you know, there's, yeah, but our focus is big on the bodybuilding, but, you know, the, yeah, we're not getting the top-name bodybuilders coming to these shows. It's, well, not even top-name, at least a couple more, more than eight. Yeah, more than eight guys. Like, Where's where's the Ben Pukowski and, and um, like, where's um, Akeem Williams? Like, yeah. Where, well, why didn't Brendan Curry keep on going? Like, where, where yeah. are all these guys, man? Yeah, and there's money to be made. Like, yeah, yeah there's prize money. I don't know. Like, I mean, some of these, like, up-and-comer guys, like that, that humongous freak who turned up to um, um, the, what do you call it, um, uh, Arnold Australia, Jeff Beckham. I mean, you know, I mean, he could have very easily rolled around to this, got a bit tighter and freaked everyone out. But... Yeah, exactly. Like, where are these guys? Like, what are they doing? Like, I'm an I'm a freaking amateur, and I've been dieting longer than these guys. Yeah, amateur. I don't know. Like, and not everyone, and they can't even diet fucking a couple more weeks. I mean, yeah, is it the dieting? Is it the go- actual going to Brazil thing, or is it the travel? Or oh. who knows? Nathan, is, what is, do you is think? Someone, is, like, obviously, there should be someone basically getting up their ass and telling them like you know you need to compete you know yeah. you need but, to support but, but you need, actually need to support the, the, the shows 
But why? What do you mean? Why? why okay, I, I'm I'm a professional bodybuilder, right? Yeah. I I have endorsement contracts. Yeah. Um, I have an online business that I run. Mm. I have a YouTube channel that I run that brings in a little bit of money. You know, I go and do a couple of shows. I pick up 30, 40 grand US. What, what, what do I need? Why do I need to go to these other shows? I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I agree with this mentality by any means. No, no, no. I know, I know what you mean. But it's just like, what, what? But, but, but they're there, like they're and they're pro, like they're professional. They're earning money. They're in condition. Why not? That would be my question. Why not? Because is is it worth the extra three four weeks dieting the travel to, you know maybe show up there and get, you know fuck up their water, um, not hold on to the shape the way they thought they would, you know no someone one, shows no up late no and smokes no everyone. Got, no one's got the 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 prep or the the peak down pat other than like Phil. Hmm. Yeah, so but like everyone you, you can look at, obviously try something different or you know. It could be you, like... you look. You look at the Arnold Australia, right? After first and second were, you know, oh, obviously Dallas didn't have the issue he had. First and second are locked down. You're going to come halfway across the world to compete for third. Why not? Mm. You're going to Why? you're going to an expo. You're going to an expo, right? Competing's one side of it. You're going to expo, sell pictures, be on stands. Like, I think you were. Were you at the? Um, um, it was Dexter Jackson. I think he was. I know he's Dexter Jackson, but they were people were paying him to for him to sit on their stand. Like obviously they could arrange something if they were smart about it. Like I'm coming over, um, a, a, a meal place, like a meal, um, uh, like a food place could like pay him to sit on their stand or use their stuff or I don't know. Yeah, try to get De- something De- out of it. Dex, Dex, is a little, Dex is a little bit different. No, I know, but yeah, you know. The top, and this sort of to, this sort of ties into the the argument that keeps popping up about you know bodybuilders not getting paid enough and things like that. Like yeah, outside of the top four or five, you know, they don't really have that much drawing power. When you look at it from when you look at it from a, a sponsor's perspective or a company's perspective, they don't have that much drawing power. I've right. seen um talk about drawing power. I think seen um. Tony Freeman's getting around with um, with like a supplement place up in Queensland. They do like active like like chocolate nuts and like all this chocolate stuff. Ketone stuff or whatnot. Yeah, ketone stuff. Yeah, he seems to be racking up some money with them. Oh, you messaged me who they were. The last the last thing I saw him involved with was like a multi level marketing thing. Was that is that it keto keto life? Yeah, some keto thing, and it was a I had to look into it, and it was an MLM. Like, oh god! So no, yeah, that's that's a bit of a no no. <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, prove it. Uh, I, I get what you're saying, but like you look at you know. You look at the guys that are realistically going to be competitive at those shows, and it's it's a very big drop off in prize money from you know the top three down to four, five, and six. Yeah. 
It is. I know it's. Uh, I guess it's a double-edged sword, then, isn't it? No. Plus, plus, you got like, is it Seb Sean or Cedric that got pulled out of Arnold's Australia because of their sponsor? Uh, that was Cedric. Uh, you know, that's a that's a really good example. Like, he he went on a tour for his sponsor. Now his sponsor is going to be paying the salary. Yeah. Yeah, or or he comes out to Australia and has a Dallas happen or something like that, and loses that money, loses that contract. Do you really think it's just? Do you really think Cytec wouldn't allow him to compete at the Arnold Australia? Why would they? Do you really think they stopped him? Well, okay, uh, look, I, I don't know the I don't know the figures, I don't know the sums behind it, but I know that for him to do store appearances, which are coming up pretty soon, I think, or just happened, or something they like they were getting pretty big orders out of stores yep fair enough got like, it. yeah they probably did <laughs> you know we're we're, yeah. we're talking 15k you know, where yeah yeah so you know if i if i can go and sell him and that that was what i heard and like i said i don't know how accurate it is but basically the thing was if he goes to arnold's australia are people really going to go to store appearances yeah. If they've seen him at Arnold's a couple no, of weeks no. ago, you know. Plus, he he was over at an expo in France, I believe, at the time. Hmm. So they get they get twice the bang for buck out of him. Right. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, those um, store appearances are a massive turnover for um, the supplement companies because half the time you know, like the stores are not getting back the money. Like over over a certain period of time, they're getting back the money, but not on that day, and that and that's what they they um the supplement companies do. They they cash in on that day, you know. Yeah, well, they'll you know they'll they'll go there and they'll say you know you if you want to get an autograph, you have to buy two tubs of this or you know whatever. Like that's I know Arnold's last year, uh, Gifted Nutrition were crushing it in sales because you can skip the line to. Get a photo with Phil if you bought a hundred bucks worth of stuff. Yeah, wow. And I know a fuckload of that ended up on eBay because people were literally <laughs> just going in and buying a hundred and five dollars worth of supplements just so they didn't have to stand in line. <laughs> wow. That, that that worked out for well for gifted, didn't it? Yeah. It's still oh, going. Jesus. Did you see the, the Ashkenani's fucking uh, sponsored by gifted? Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's still yeah, going. Yeah, it is. Oh wow! It's um, who bought it? It was was it Iron Addicts? One of the Iron Addicts guys, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Hang on, I'm just googling. All those, all those Jay, Ronnie, Phil, like all those name, like the names behind the brands, they're just gone. Like, yeah, I don't see them anywhere. Well, well, I don't really do that. No. But you just you, you don't see the return on it. No. The way the way the the way the market is like, you know, I had this conversation last week with a rep, and you know, you look at you look at your average person that works walks into a supplement shop. How many of them are hardcore bodybuilders? What percentage of them are hardcore bodybuilders? Five. Yeah, five percent. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what percentage of those people are freaked out by hardcore bodybuilders? <laughs> Ninety. 
you know, as it, 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 as bad as it sounds, and I alluded to this in that, you know, that big thread that got going about guys not getting paid enough. It's a simple thing. Like it's it's not from a marketing perspective, unless you are one of those top tier absolute freak show guys. The the money isn't there for the companies to put into it. They just don't see the return on it. Um, that that just something popped in my head. Like, why? What? What do you reckon's going on with um Josh Lenardowitz? Why he doesn't have a big contract? Um, you would think by now he would have a big supplement contract, yeah. Okay, let's let's have a look at some. Of the, let's have a look at the biggest brands in Australia, right? Because realistically, with Josh being in Australia, he has to. You know, you need to see the return on investment here. Because you're not going to see it in the US from from him, right? Because he is a top tier guy, he demands a decent amount of money. Um, you know, if it was if it was in the US, you could go and pick up three or four smaller pros that'd probably get you the same return for less money because they're thick on the ground over there. Yeah. But let's and I'm going to put a disclaimer on this and say I don't know anything behind the scenes. It's, you know, got anything to do with this? I don't have any inside information or anything. It's just me ranting. Um. You look at some of the bigger brands. So who have you got? You've got Glambia, who have just cut back a fuckload of their team. Yeah. All right. They're not going to pick them up. They traditionally haven't really sponsored bodybuilders anyway. Through Optimum or BSN. No, the last or time they one. sponsored, it was like Sean Allen and fucking George Farrow, like six, seven years ago. So, so they're not going to they're not going to do it. Um, so you call. It doesn't suit their business model whatsoever, how they market themselves. Mm. Um, Muscle Farm, once again. No. Um, Who else we got? Um, Muscle Tech. Are we talking about Australian brands? No, no, I'm talking about big brands that are big in Australia. Oh, right, okay. Um, Well, you've got International. Would, would, yeah. they, would, would they would they see the? Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I'm speaking for Troy or anything like that. But would would they see? Because the number I'm thinking for Josh is probably around you know thirty forty thousand dollars US a year is what he'd be wanting. <sighs> Plus, no, Matt, go tell him how much. Yeah, the, he'd be he'd be um he'd be like because he got the top ten, and like if he was in America to be able to do. You know the appearances and all that necessary for it. He'd be looking at ten to fifteen US a month. A month, like for how well he did, and that was straight from from a um. That was that was talking to a man at the media day. Yeah, that's how well, much that's they're what looking they at, dude. So he's not going to get even closer than Australia. No. Yeah. Well, because well, there isn't the appearances to be had here. You know, there's, like, there's just not the money in the market. Yeah. You guys sell products. I sell products. Fuck me. You're gonna to have to sell a lot of my products for me to pay you ten grand a month. <laughs> Fucking lot. <laughs> US. But, you know, like even to to bring it down onto a smaller scale. Like I, I look at our amateur athletes that we sponsor. Right. Our 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 sales don't increase when those guys compete. Yeah. You know, like if the the one thing that I don't think bodybuilders 
either don't want to understand or just don't get is a simple fact that from a business perspective, it makes no sense to employ somebody who spends, say, 20 weeks of their year fucking miserable, starving, and generally not able to use most of the supplements because they're getting pulled out through prep. And the other where, thing where, too, where, like, whereas whereas they can go and sponsor someone um, who has half a million followers on Instagram, um, who is actively positively engaging with their following every single day, who doesn't have the burdens of competition, doesn't have preps to worry about, so they can pretty much be anywhere for an appearance. They can do expos, they can be on stands, they can do whatever, and they're going to be much cheaper because there's many, many more of them. Yeah, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of guys come into the shop and talk about sponsorship stuff. It's it, it's not what it's cracked up to be, is it? These right. um these Instagram guys that they work, don't they? Like, if you're looking at like um like Zach Smith and stuff like that, they're fucking flying around everywhere, constantly doing shit, aren't they? Yeah. Active as man. They're always in shape, or they're always in that shape that they're in. Or close to, you know, they're not bluffy off season and blown up, and you know, like they're always looking good. Like the other thing too, for like, I mean, for Josh to get a good sponsor, you would have to move to the US, and you'd be you'd be doing appearances every weekend um, while you're off season. Like the the scene in America is much much bigger than here. You know, even just going to stand on. It, you know, either a, a booth at a fitness expo over there. You think of all the fitness expos you got there. You got ones in Miami. You got ones in you know the New York, you know, uh, New York and the tri-state area. You know, fucking the best thing San to Diego, do is probably like, have everywhere. A look, the, probably the best thing to do is have a look at Dexter Jackson's um, Snapchat. That guy is flying constantly. Yeah, he is constantly somewhere doing a show. Like Matt, when we went to Pittsburgh, right? That. They had, it wasn't an expo, it was, they had booths, like, stalls set up at the show. It was probably fucking, it was, a, put them all together, it was an expo. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a medium-sized expo. Yeah. And, and that was an NPC show. Yeah. But you think you had, like, this is the thing, the market there, you have, like, there was 400 competitors or 400-plus competitors um, from that region, so that's, you know, that's a big, that's like a really big region, yeah. You know, that that Western Pennsylvania area, like area, and then you've, yeah, you know, you've got that four hundred people plus every meathead in the area, and you know, like all their family, and ah, oh, that would, you know, if you wanted to have a store, you'd have it at like a regional championships like that. Like you get all the exposure. Remember how busy all the booths were? Yeah, like these, the guys on the PC closing. Man, it was hand over fist. Yeah, like. Nathan, this this these booths, right? So you had, um, it was a Pittsburgh show, like just to name a few. <laughs> who was it? it? Was like Jay Dennis Wolf, like Aaron P J. Then you had um, uh, it was Kai Green there. Compton was there. Yeah, Phil like, Heath was there. Yeah, Phil was there. Like this is like obviously it's a, a J M Mannion's um show, but. They were all there on, like, the table booths. Like, just shitty yeah. little booths, man. Yeah, selling product, fucking pumping stuff. Yeah, Quest had a big booth there. They had the biggest booth there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the guys around Quest were there. Everybody was there. Like I've I've never seen Actually, I've never seen like any show in Australia had booths in it like that. Like the I don't understand why. Probably, oh, well, probably the closest thing to um that show would would have been the Bendigo Classic, Matt. Yeah. Remember last year? Yeah, yeah, that. the one we did. Yeah, and the Victorian Championships. He does a lot of that as well. Actually, come to think of it, they, they have the booths like that. You promote your supplements, and you're busy all day. I think I, I think I, I think I dished out like twelve liters of pre-workout at the Victorian Championships when I was there um, last year. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> it, <laughs> was. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. But like you, you look at you look at someone like Josh, right? Josh, yeah. Josh is a perfect example. He's doing his YouTube videos now, right? Yeah. Now, just as a rough figure, you can earn about five thousand dollars per million views. Yeah, right. Stop that. Doesn't sound like a lot, but there's, you know, there's people out there getting videos that are very, very basic with, you know, five, six, seven, eight million views on them. Well, I, I, I follow Furious Pete, and um, that guy gets fucking ridiculous amount of um, like uh, traffic and views through his his website, uh, his YouTube um, videos. That bloke, that bloke, it was all wrapped up on that shit. Um, I've never watched his video, but that PewDiePie, it's it's completely out of um, the bodybuilding world. But um, he has 55 million subscribers, and they're saying he was making. Did you hear what he was making um, per year, um, Nathan? It was, like, it, it was in the millions. Like it cost him yeah. a hell of a lot of money to keep him on YouTube when he said he wasn't going to do it anymore. Yeah, it was it was like uh, I I the figures were like from seven to like fifteen mil a year in um fucking uh, revenue advertising revenue. Well, Furious Pete's got over four million subscribers, man. Fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. like he's he's had seven hundred seven hundred eight million views. So <sighs> say five grand. So three and a half million. Potentially, uh, yeah. in in eleven years, revenue, yeah, three hundred twenty-one thousand dollars a year. He's a cool. That's cunt. not bad. I, I like I like Fury's Pete. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah, but, he's a good cunt. But the, it's it's easy enough to sit there and say, oh, you know, you need to do this, or you need to do that, or they should be doing this. But mm. you know, these these guys are working, developing their content. You know, they're they're releasing new content every two or three days. Yeah, it's but they're basically TV. They're basically it's they're basically. It's a TV show. Like, you're making a TV show that people like, and then, like, that's it. Like, these are, you're either going to be good or not. Like, it's like, Furious Pete show obviously does well and chimes in with a lot of people, and then, you know, some others don't. But, yeah, it's, it's I've, crazy. I've all his shit, man. Yeah. Like, the, like, and there's plenty on YouTube that, you know, like, that just don't do well. That's, you know, probably great as well. Like, mm. Like TV, you know, like some great TV shows get cancelled because they're not making the money, you know. Like, you have a look at, and, and I hate quoting Gary V, but like you look at what he's done with YouTube, and he was a really early doctor to YouTube. Yeah, that's what he said. Like, you have to be prepared. And you see any of his videos where he talks about content, he talks about building an audience. He's like, you just have to be prepared to suck the fuck up <laughs> for the first, you know, one, two, ten, twelve months to build your audience and. You know, frankly, I, I don't see any pro bodybuilders that are willing to do that. Yeah. 
um, Dexter. Do you know Dexter's got a channel? No, I haven't even heard of it. So he's got 56,000 subscribers. Which is nothing. Massive Joe's has got 200. Massive Joe's isn't massive, man. We've gone through this. Um. <laughs> yeah, but um, like you look at like if you had Ronnie, like remember I, I remember when YouTube first started and people were making Ronnie Coleman tributes. Man, if Ronnie had just made his channel back then, oh. like I remember those videos of him lifting and getting like three, four million views, you know, ten years ago. Like, and they were just unofficial ones. Like, couldn't get enough of him. It's, I think it's just like failing to see the. Um, oh, there's a good one about the Joe Rogan. I was listening to him to, uh, today while doing cardio, and he had a joke. He said back in like 2000 and oh, sorry, 96 or some shit about like had a joke about text messages. Yeah, he goes. I thought it was a fad, like writing a text message and sending it, and then I had to read. He goes, he like he had this big joke about it, and he goes, now I look back on it like how fucking dumb I was. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, really, how dumb dumb are text messages? Are how much gets misconstrued through fucking text? Like a whole hell of a lot. A whole hell of a lot. Like, like we we evolved. You know, you know, we invented the telephone to get over the mail, and then we've gone back to mailing. But <laughs> yeah, even though it's instant, there's so much just gets fucking easy, like though. misread it's and easy, like this. Yeah, you, know, you, you look at okay, you look at podcasts as well. Yeah, you know, when it's it's one thing to have an Instagram following and a Facebook following, which a lot of these guys have. It's another thing to have YouTube and podcasts and Periscope and yeah. Facebook Live content and all this other shit to get to people. Because when you when you come to me and say, I want to be sponsored, I want this amount of money, I look at you and go, well, how, are you, how, how am I going to get that back? Do you know I, go many... your, I, I go onto your Facebook page, it's got 30,000 likes, but it's only getting two or three likes a photo because you don't know what the fuck you're doing with it, well, that's pretty much a writer for me. I don't care about your 30,000 fans because none of them are seeing what you're saying. Do you know how many you know? companies have contacted me to sponsor this show? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Fucking ridiculous. And we won't do it. Not for sale. Sorry. Not for sale. But, no, I said, like, you know, this, this is a show we do for free. Um, we we enjoy doing it, and I won't put a price on it, you know. And then we're free to talk about whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing, man. The, the last thing you want is to, you know, and and no, I don't know who these companies are because we just haven't had that conversation. But you know, you don't want to be sitting there biting your tongue, thinking, "Oh, am I going to offend someone, or am I going to piss someone off?" Like, yeah, mm. you know? yeah, we won't do it. Don't worry. We're not no. In fact, we're we're our companies anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not, it's more it's much more fun this way. Oh, more, way more fun. Up anyone's ass. I mean, yeah, you don't even hear us plugging exceed nutrition every fucking episode. Like, no. it's I, actually, I, actually, fun. I actually did a Platinum Labs giveaway today on the Facebook page on their group too. I've yeah, what was that again? Um, so we've just brought out um five alpha laxatives. 
yeah. 5-alpha-hydroxylaxogen, um, which is a – it's a – I'm going to do a video on it, so I won't go too in-depth on it. Um, it's a sapiosteroid. It's basically a naturally occurring um, legal version of uh, something that basically mimics Anavar. Oh. Right. So we've been using it for three years in anabolic triad, and we've just bought it out as an essentials craft as well. Powder? Yes, powder. Nice. Nice. Um, so it's a natural, so, yeah. so it mimics it, so it's natural, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right. That's pretty but cool. But it's, it's one of the few that actually has research behind it uh, as a test booster. Yeah, nice. So oh. I, I use Does it. Does it taste like um, shit? I don't, I don't know, man. I just mix it with a mango. I'm sweet. Oh, so it, oh, well, there you go. So it doesn't really have a flavour. No, man. It's it's a it's a one gram serving size. The the twenty like it's one gram scoop. The twenty five meg serving sizes. You need fuck all of it. Yeah, man. Um, sweet. So you're giving those away. So anyone listening to this, just jump on and look at Nathan's post. He's giving something away for free. You lucky yeah. motherfuckers. Well, man, every 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 time test boosters come up, laxogen gets mentioned because it's the only one that you can actually see research on, yeah. even though it is limited, that, that it does work. And then as soon as laxogen gets mentioned, I get tagged in it because we use it in anabolic triad, and then I have to explain it without trying to sound like I'm making a sales pitch. Yeah, that's what people got to remember. Like, um, when people ask about, like... And, and I've, had a, I've had a lot of people... Um, message me about the um, the baby making um, protocol. Okay, yeah. when when I say uh, to use Procreate, I am not saying that to sell it to you. I am saying it because I used it in a uh, uh, an oral version given to me by a compound chemist, and we recreated it into a topical. It works. I'm putting it in there not to sell it to you. I'm putting it in there because that's the part of the, the protocol. Just to get that point across. I don't care. You can go get the, the, the same ingredients, get a compound chemist to make it, but you need to have those certain compounds if you want to do the baby-making protocol that I've sent out. Done. Uh, I've, I've, got, <laughs> I've got one in a second about anabolic triad. Just give me a second. Just pour in a drink. Um, just to, just to mention that uh, Procreate is the topical uh, is no longer. Um, it is it is kaput. It is coming out um, in the US in uh, capsulated form. England as well. If you're in England, um, it's going to be there as well. Yeah, they they want the yeah the distributor there wants um, Procreate as well. They can have pro hormones there, so it's good. So what I, what I was saying with anabolic triad, and I've said this in people's ads a sales pitch, but they can say what they want. Yeah. I basically ran, when I said I was doing stupid shit, for about 18 months, I ran anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 um, milligrams total a week of various compounds with no rhyme or reason behind it. I came off that with two tubs of anabolic triad, and Ebony was pregnant three months later. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that was, a, that was <laughs> literally... <laughs> Literally, I was trying. I did a an eight month stint with no success. Did a show, then did a nine month. St- oh, sorry, a, a nine month stint, 
with fucking HCG and Clomid and um, HMG. Soon as I did the DHEA 7A Benzoflavone and um, um, it's lost lost it now. But um, soon as I did that, a month Renee was pregnant. Bang, and literally it was done. Like we, I was doing like um, um, sperm counts and everything like that. Bang, straight away with high amounts of DHEA and your 7A Benzoflavone straight away. And that's what the main ingredients are in uh, Procreate. And that's why we named it Procreate. <laughs> that's why, that's where the name came from. Yeah, ours is anabolic drug. It's got three ingredients in it. They're all anabolic as fuck. Like, it's not... <laughs> 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 you, don't need, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, do you? Yeah. But, so if you're looking um, for the look, ultimate stack, get anabolic triad and Procreate and rub them all over your body. Maybe not the tribe because it is a powder, so I don't know. <laughs> drink drink triad and, and bathe in procreate. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably do that more with some of the um some of the essential stuff we've got coming out. Even um probably our acetyl carnitine because I've had people you hear this all the time, Schmitty. I want the cheapest acetyl carnitine because they're all acetyl carnitine, yeah. Yeah. I, the first time I had our acetyl carnitine, I cooked myself. You pooped yourself? I, no, I cooked myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, yeah. Believe, I couldn't believe it. My brain was on fire. <laughs> like, it, it was that strong. Like, I just I couldn't believe it. I, I'd used pretty much every acetyl carnitine on the market, and they're all rubbish compared to this. So I'm probably going to do some more stuff like that with our essentials for people in our group. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it would just be, you know, three, three, four or five tubs each to give out, and I just want feedback from people on it, honest feedback on it, and that way when there's, you know, when there's questions getting asked in the group, because I'm I'm hesitant to answer questions, and I'm sure you've seen this in responses I've given to people, I'm hesitant to answer questions about our own products because I don't want it to sound like I'm selling something. That's how I get, that's why sometimes I don't even bother um, writing anything because people think you're just trying to sell something to them where you're literally not you literally you've created a product for a fucking a reason and they think you know you're, just, you're trying to make money off them but you know yeah, yeah. oh man you're, you're always trying to make money off people but yeah. look laxidrin's one that just kept popping up and I was just like okay I'll, I'll give people some and they can you know then I don't have to keep answering the same question yeah um, do we have any listener questions this week Matt? Yeah, we do, yeah. Um, let me find them. Our, our new label for our uh, pre-workout is done oh, now. Oh, don't even get it. Don't even fucking Jesus. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't even want to talk about it because I want to fucking post it. Yeah, same. I want to show, oh. show people it looks fucking stupid. All right. Uh, questions um, from Liam Honey. First time posting on here. Walking in the park today with my dog, and there were three Maori guys doing a mix of plyo training sprints and bodyweight training. And these dudes were jacked and peeled. Not IFBB pros, but big dudes. Just curious on everyone's opinion on this style and style of training being implemented in with strength training when trying to be, build a lean tissue, help or hindrance. Thanks, guys. I think any any kind of training uh, structured in, in a way could you could build muscle. Like exactly yeah. what Nathan was saying before. With the um, MI40, you got the, um, what's that, uh, the 7 one? 
what's the uh, FST seven German German volume the, fucking high int- like everything like that. As long as you apply something and keep it up, I think you're gonna get results. Doesn't matter what. Like and yeah, obviously uh, eating's right and all that kind of stuff. And look, by the sounds of things, these guys were probably training for football or fighting or more or something like that. Like, like I don't think they were just purely training for size. Like they're probably freaks. Like more than likely freaks. The the thing with the thing with training, though, and people get so wrapped up in their own little methodology because hate people hate being proven wrong. Yeah. The simple thing is, if you if you want to do calisthenics. Which is, which is basically what that is, a body resistance training. You can put on size on that. Yeah, for sure. If, if you're progressively overloading your muscles, they will grow. They'll be forced to adapt. Like your muscle, you like, you know, you look at chins, for example. Chins are a great mass building feedback. They're not complicated. They're not hard. Do fucking more of them, Right? Your, your lats don't care that you're not using some fancy tempo or technique. All your lats know is they're failing and they need to get stronger. Hmm. You know, your body's seeing a challenge and having to adapt to it. As long as you keep ramping that challenge up, your body's going to keep adapting to a certain point, obviously. And then when that stimulus is ineffective, change what you're doing to them. You know, there's like I I don't know where that guy's from, but like, I man, there's dudes down in Burley here that do calisthenics and do and do bar work, and they're fucking jacked. There's a bloke I know he does um calisthenics. He's like a martial artist, and then he he's only like 80, 75 or eighty kilos. He's very muscular, like small dude. And then he he posts a video of him deadlifting two hundred kilos for six reps, stop and go. At like seventy five kilos, and he just does heaps of calisthenics and all that. It's a fucking freak. Yeah. So yeah, so you can freaky. do you can do lots of stuff. Um, question from Matt Tunick: uh, How do you keep healthy during winter for southern states? Uh, vitamins, extra sleep, uh, certain foods, or injections? I have no, I have no way to answer that, man. Like, um. What is he talking like? Just being. Cold? I think I think it's like avoiding flu and things like that. You know, like immune system. Can you system. really like? Well, one thing I know is like um, glutamine helps with um, immune system defense. Like that's probably the only thing that I would recommend, really. Or like uh-huh. um, uh, I like to use ubiquinol, which is like a CoQ10, which is like a really good antioxidant. Um. Wait. You, I mean, your balanced diet, um, yeah. you know, and I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's like, the luck of the draw, man. The luck like, of the like, draw, like getting a virus, like getting a flu or anything. I don't, isn't that like catching it off people? Like, isn't it like a strain? Yeah, if you can't, if you don't have the immune ability to fight it off or, or whatever, or if you're susceptible to it. But, I mean, touch wood, I haven't had like a bad cold or a flu in years maybe five or six years or something like that like, i just don't get sick that much like like from the flu or cold you know i get infections i get a chest infection here or there but i'm normally on top of that really quick but nathan would you do you have any suggestions on that i, I don't i don't really eh? all starts with gut health yeah, yeah. it's true man i believe me i'm finding it the hard way shit you should be doing every single day of the week and gut health is one of them yeah right 
right, okay. We've got another answer down here, another question down here with Gut Health, so we might just leave that and uh, answer that all together. Um, uh, uh, Jay Tavsky, Gut Tavsky. Huh? JT. Yeah, right. JT. Uh, what is the best way? to dose bars uh, example um 50 milligrams daily periodically throughout the day or even after workout or get the feel, uh, 50 megs in before the workout considering the eight uh hour half life oh, i would if i was if that was me or using it i would just do it like one dose daily like say in the morning or or at night well, i'll just do it in the morning yeah. There's no real, like, I don't think there's any, like, uh, particular um, time you would do, like, before or after training. Like, I don't really believe in that, like, guys normally have a, um, like, a real ritual where they take their stuff before they go to the gym. It apparently gives them better strength. I don't believe that shit. Do you, Matt? No, I don't, I don't think it matters. I don't think it'll act that quick. No, nah, it doesn't. Unless it's how you like. Halitessin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just talking about like normal like injectable stuff or yeah, this like Anavar. Fuck, I wouldn't even bother taking Anavar. Uh, not not for guys. No, that's, that's, that's not that, for men. That's more that that's more what I was wondering anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. But look, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's it's like you know not eating out of plastic containers. Um, it is a. <laughs> Is there potential for you to improve? Yes. Is it uh, a, a significant improvement? No. No. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Like you're probably going to do more damage with the cortisol from stressing about whether you've timed your bar properly. <laughs> <laughs> minutia. I call it like like little minutia stuff. Yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's like it's like worrying about how much proteins in your fucking oats. See, I don't do yeah. that shit. You know. Le- level enough protein scoops, bro. Just stick it in the tub, throw it in the bottle, go. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't look. I, I don't think, and I, I can't imagine there'd be any studies out there. If there is, someone will wear me. But like, and the the difference would be very insignificant, um, oh. especially with something like Anavar. You don't want to be the guy that gets caught half an hour before his training session sitting in the gym car park with Anavar. I don't be that guy. <laughs> oh, I just imagine. You know, oh, or, or the or the guy that feels that it's necessary to do their shots in the fucking bathroom of the gym. Oh, um, Matt, there's a story behind it. We used to have this guy um, in Penrith. He, he he did it twice in two separate gyms. He would go to the toilet, like make sure everyone knew like he was going to the toilet, go in there and then walk out with blood running out of his shoulder. <laughs> Remember, Matt? Yeah, I know. That was fucking... Uh, he done it all the time. And like literally like yeah. walk close to you so you could see it, like, you know, and like to show you that he's done it. Yeah. Master have done it well if you have blood piss now. Yeah, I know, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, man. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something after the show as well. I'll message it to you. It's a bit, a bit too much to say on the radio. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, yeah, the whole gobbledygooking and micromanaging, you know, something that's, you know, just so, yeah, managing something that you have not the greatest amount of control of once it's in you. That I don't know. I don't see the point. Especially if we're talking about tablets. 
Mm. To go back to how's your gut health? At yeah. what rate is at what rate is your body breaking down and absorbing it? Mm. Not the half life of it. What is your body actually doing with it? Mm. It's just yeah. impossible yeah. to manage like is that. It, is it even anavar? Like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. On. Yeah, probably not. Just just have your fifty meg whenever you can get them in. Yeah. Um, Anthony Kohler asks, what are the implications of never going off cycle? Uh, if one isn't concerned about his fertility and chooses to run a HRT, HRT dose of testosterone during his off cycle period, what are the risks versus going completely off and running PCT, asking for his pet kangaroo? I actually gonna, was talking... You're going to have to run more when you come back on. Mm. What do you mean Your receptors going to become saturated. So, like, he's saying, like, PCT, so let's say that's 250 megs a week. For HRT? Let's just say. Yeah. Um, so that's going suppre- to suppress his natural testosterone yeah, completely. Yeah, yep. Um, HR, that, that dose is, is higher than what your body would naturally produce. Do you know what? So HRT, you, you, um, HRT um, doses go up to 400 megs a week in the U.S., Wow, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, and that's 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 how it is, like over there. But um, uh, what was I going to say? It, it becomes a diminishing returns thing. Like, uh, you know, like I said, I, I was I was on for eighteen months straight, and I had little bits where I sort of cruised. And you know, when when you go to ramp it back up, you have to ramp it back up further. How were you? How were you? What, like, why? Why? How? How did you know to ramp it up further? Because I was stagnating. Like, uh, uh, could that be because you weren't training hard enough or eating hard? I'm just literally just asking. Like, was it because of your training or eating? I'll, or do you 100 percent think I'll, it was the gear? Man, I'll send, I'll send you, I'll send you, a, I'll send you a photo. I used to sit down and eat a one and a half kilo trot of food at night every night. Yep. No, I'll, I'll, I'll train very, very strictly even when I was changing my methodologies. Yeah. And people much smarter than I am. Uh, doing my training programs. Yeah. And yeah. you just think like it was the gear? Yeah. Okay. You, you, take, you take another step up and all of a sudden you're recovering how you used to again. Right, okay. You know, you're getting stronger, you're doing all those things. So it, it, gets to, it gets to a point where your receptors just can't take anymore. You know, it's like a, it's like a bucket. If, yeah. if, you, if you're filling up a bucket with a hose, you know, it's going to get full pretty quickly. If you leave the bucket under the tap and it's dripping, it's still going to fill up. You know, obviously the time frames there are completely off compared to compared to running gear and running, you know, HRT doses and stuff like that. But the same principle applies to it. It gets to a point where you where your receptors don't have enough time to to clear themselves. Basically, let's just say that I will my kangaroo will never be going off again after the shit that I've been through. Um, that's just I'm I'm asking because I I want to I'll probably uh, come up against that um, in a couple of months time I'll probably keep everyone updated on that because I've never I've always I've always I've always had my kangaroo come off you know do a PCT and stuff like that and um, obviously PCT is different to uh, baby making protocol it is. Um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to see what, what happens. Uh, run, r- running lower doses and then ramping them back up. So that's that's the thing too. What, what's his idea of lasting cruise? That's what I'm you saying. Know, I, I know, I'm going off I, 250 I, megs a week. I, I know people, like I didn't go below 500 meg. Um, I know people that wouldn't go below 500 but would go up to four grams a week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The various compounds. So you know, it becomes. Very, I don't. I don't think there's a very. I don't think there's a correct answer for it. Um, but I, I don't think blasting and cruising is sustainable long, long term. Anthony Cole, um if you if your friend wants to message me, he can message me, <laughs> and we can have a discussion. If 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 someone wants me to, wants to out science me on that and explain it a bit better, that's fine. But like my yeah, my sure. opinion of it would be like I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and, and repeat that eighteen months again. Yeah, well I wouldn't repeat what I had to do again. That's why I'm never doing uh, never getting my kangaroo to come off. <sighs> Next question from James Webb: Sleep formula review, refuge versus Opti Dreams. Thoughts, experiences, and how often. Yeah, you use them. How often uh, you should use them? This this is this is a perfect example. They're both my children. I'm not going to weigh in on. Ref, refuge, is probably, <laughs> refuge is probably the best one I've used, hands down. And it's probably, um, well, not probably. It is the best selling, um, and has been the best selling, and is the best selling um, sleep formula that we've got in the shop for sure. And when I run run out, people get very angry. Of course they do. It's addictive. A good night's sleep is addictive. Um, I've got um, my mum and dad use it. Renee's mum and dad uses it. Um, I reckon all my clients use it. Um, anyone that walks in that that, that, that says they, they take Valium or anything to get to sleep, I said, throw that shit out. This is better. That's, that's, that's yeah. my answer. It is better. I'll have to give yeah. you some, Matt. Oh. Opti Dreams is still. I actually find myself now using Opti Dreams instead of Refuge um, because it's not. Well, one, if I knock myself out and I can't wake up during the night if I'm needed to, I'd probably not wake up again. Um, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't knock me out as much, but it still helps me get to sleep and it helps me relax. Um, and I'm, I'm not using as many stimulants as I was previously, so it's, you know. I still find Opti Dreams effective. See, I don't. I, I, I've only ever used um, sleep formulas during prep when I get really bad, like uh, sleep deprivation, like anxiety and stuff from using other compounds. Um, I haven't had to this time, and I probably like I'm probably in the same boat as you. I probably wouldn't too because if I wanted, to, if I needed to wake up for Charlie or whatever, uh, I wouldn't use it. But the people that do have real problems sleeping and stuff. It, 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 refuge is the bomb, and the flavor's good. It's another thing. Yeah, the flavor's amazing. Yeah, I only sell it, cin- apple cinnamon. That do not come into my store and ask for something else. You're addicted to that, eh? Oh, I don't sell anything else. I literally don't even order the other flavors. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't and, even order them. I get I get so I, I try and I try and use um, other brands products whenever I get a chance, whenever something new comes out. Yeah. Just to sort of 
keep a you know keep my finger on the pulse basically. Jesus Christ, there's some people that'd be struggling out there with their flavour profiles. Me and Matt were talking. <laughs> me and Matt were talking about this today. There is one company Good out there that's killing it. Um, with some flavor. We won't give them a shout out. No way. <laughs> Sorry, they're American. Don't give them a shout out. No, American. Oh, no way. But they're they're, 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 they're they're doing really well uh, with their flavoring profiles. So yeah, there's 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 a lot of people that fucking just miss the boat on it, eh? But um, there are. Some there's no excuse crazy. for having shit flavors, man. There's no, there's no, yeah, no excuse. No, like our our worst flavor is. Anabolic triad, Virus. but it's a test booster. Virus, maybe? Nah, nah, we're not going to talk about that. Well, that's got 80 mega T occurring in it. You know, uh, I've said it before. If any, if anything's got 50 mega or more of T occurring in it, it tastes like fucking candy. I can tell you now it doesn't have 50 mega T occurring in it. Mm. Right. It's, it's really that simple, but like, Man, our, our worst one's anabolic tried, and it's a test booster. Like, test boosters taste like shit. Same deal. If you have a test booster that tastes good, you don't have a good test booster. I remember booster. Beast used to have a test booster. It was... Um, Bro, that Beast. last tea flavor. Yeah, oh, fuck, it was gross. <laughs> oh, fuck, it was gross. Man, that's that's how, that's how I developed the ability. I can do a bit of a party trick if I can pretty much try scoop maybe four or five scoops of anything now, and, and that was pretty much where it came from because I refused to have it in a shake. Yeah, it was fucking gross, man. It was fucking gross. Uh, next question. Well, next question is from... Samantha Williams? Samantha Williams, any advice on how to recover after completely blowing out post-comp? More specifically, when is it too late to reverse diet? Okay, I, I want to take... I, I have done some of the worst blowouts after comp. Now, the, th- the way I tell my competitors now... And, and, and anyone that wants to listen, the way I've controlled my last couple of comps um, was wake up in the morning, the next morning, and try and to eat your comp prep food up until the night time. And try to do that every day. Do not wake up and go to breakfast because that will be it. That'll be the last of it. You, you're done. As soon as you taste that food in the morning, the whole day is ruined. You won't be able to stop. So as soon as you wake up in the morning, eat your prep food, like whatever it is, oats. Even if you have a little bit more oats and protein powder or whatever, eggs and whatever it is, um, do not go to breakfast. Do not start the day out eating shit food. That's the best advice I can give to people. And it's too late. It's too late to start. No, she, no, because she, know, no. she probably thinks it's too late to start because she's uh, packed on a bit of water. But as soon as you start to uh, eat clean again, look, you don't have to eat nothing. You can go back to protein, fats, carbs. That's no problem. It's going to take a couple of days for the water to come off. Or I would suggest go do some kind of sauna to pull the water off. Even with um, if you've used uh, diuretics, um, leading into the show, like Moderetics or like um, Aldactones or whatever like that, I would suggest maybe introducing those even after the comp, like a little bit. I call them um, crumbs, like like a quarter of a quarter, a couple of nights, like say three or four or five nights after the comp, just to keep 
um, the water moving out of your body instead of just sitting in there. I think that actually is a healthier way of doing it. Because um, otherwise you're going to get really bad water retention um, with all the extra calories and obviously your body in going into a bit of shock um, from uh, dehydrating. That's a really good way as well. Even if she starts doing that, even like a, a natural diuretic um, will do the trick over, like like I said, like four or five days to let your body relax again. I, I have nothing science to add, but I might just go full moto here and just say, mm. get get the thought that it's too late to start out of your fucking head yeah. right away. You know, you, you wake up every single morning with a chance to be better than yesterday. Go and do it. You know, there, there's literally, there's millions of people in the world that will not wake up tomorrow. Right. As long as you have that chance, it's not too late to do anything. You know, get get up, get up, put a plan, put a plan in place, get up, and go and do that plan. And if it fails after the first meal or it fails after the second meal, that's okay. Get up the next day and do better. That's about it. That's my dad advice. It's <laughs> good advice. You know, it's, ne- it's never it's never too late to start it. Get get that thought right out of your head. Stop looking at the mirror, stop looking at the scales, and just get yourself back to being in a healthy position with your mindset first. Um, If you're thinking it's it's too late and you're going into it with that thought, you're going to fail. You're setting yourself up to fail you right away. And, like, don't think, you don't have to think of it like cardio doesn't have to be on a treadmill either. Cardio doesn't have to be walking outside. I say to some of my guys, um, say, leading into into shows, like, when they're doing their carb up for the show, I've got like, um, I say to them, go to the shops, park at one end of the shopping center, like walk to the other end, grab like coffee or, you know what I mean? Like do something to keep active, like go shopping. She's a, she's a girl, go shopping, walk around, get like, get your body back into like just doing something. Don't, don't think that, oh, the show's over. That's it. I'm not doing anything. A lot of people do that. They like to cut the cardio. They cut everything. They just sit down. They just do nothing. That's like your body's just going to react to that. It'll give up. Exactly. Do something. Well, it if, if if you got that if you got that too late to start mindset, it's not even going to give up. It's just not going to start. Yes. I've had this talk recently with a couple of friends that competed, and it's you know it's just one of those real simple things. Just be better than you were yesterday. You know, if you ate six meals in McDonald's today, eat five tomorrow, eat four the next day, eat three the day after. Like the the thing, and I, I see this a lot. It seems to be more prevalent with females than males. Is they expect to get back to a healthy body shape and be able to eat you know normal meals right away. And they seem to forget that it took them, you know, 12, 14, 16, 20 weeks to get to where they are. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you can't rush that process to come back out of it. And the same thing, if, if you overshoot and you're holding water and you're eating all this shit food, same thing, you need to apply that same mindset to it. It's not going to happen overnight. But it will happen. If you're, if, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, not a, it's not a pass or fail thing every day. It's just a simple be better. Like it, Nathan. I like it. Very um, good. Motivation. I do now well as a dad. 
Next question is from uh, Christian Cadwell. Sponsored uh, by best... Bodybuilding Nation, by the way. Spons- sponsored by Bodybuilding Nation. Probably the real winner of the under-100s at the Arnold. Um, what is the best probiotic on the market and why? Gut health is my number one priority for growing this year. Fuck. This is, this is going to be... It can, this can be long-winded, this one. Um, what do I do for... Do you know what I do? I start off... Like gut health, I started to approach this a little bit better probably this year as well. Um, first start off with, and, and Matt talked about this a while back, start off with um, chewing your food properly and uh. actually breaking down the food before it gets into your stomach so you don't over overload your, your system. Um how I do this is I use um, uh, mints, a lot of mint stuff, um, and I break up my meals. So with solid meals, I break up with protein shakes. I actually take a load off the stomach because there's such a high... You have to put through such a high amount of volume into the stomach, uh, obviously trying to gain size. So I like to break up the... Um, the, the food with with protein shakes. So solid meal, protein shake, solid meal. Even to start off the day, I like to use like eggs and then have a shake after that. Like it's very light on the stomach. That's probably the number one thing that I've had that, that, that's helped me as well. Um, I, I like to use now digestive enzymes. Um, I like to use um, apple cider vinegar for like keep down the pH level. Um, I use a probiotic, um, I've just literally went to the chemist, I don't even know which one it is, um, but the number one thing is the, the food, like the, the, the consistency of food that you're putting into your stomach. Matt? Name yeah, I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to, um, like, the, you know, the, like, like what gets put in, like, you know, not... Like Chris said, not overloading it with hunks of food, unbroken down food. You know, the first port of call for um, digestion is chewing and the enzymes and all that getting mixed and mashed into the food in your mouth. Um, there's like, you know, um, sauerkraut, but not just the normal sauerkraut. It's um, bacterial fermented sauerkraut mm-hmm. is uh, the one that's really rich in the... Um, what, are the what are the strains of bacteria again? Um, acidophilus, bifidus, and... Something or other. Lacto, lactobacillus or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, it's it, lactobacillus, but, um, yeah. Yeah, lactobacillus. And then, um, yeah, you got, you know, like uh, kefir is the, the um, is it the liquid? Col- no, it's cultured like yogurt. Yeah, cultured yogurt. Um, not And sugar-free yogurt too because that sugary yogurt kind of kills yeah. bacteria, you know. Um they say to avoid sweeteners and all that because they hurt your gut bacteria, but um, I I don't know how easy it would be to give up Pepsi Max and things like that. Um, What else is good for the old gut? Make sure you're drinking enough water. Really basic. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, fibre too, like a good pro... um, like a insoluble and soluble fiber, so you're actually feeding the bacteria as well. So obviously yeah, eating your vegetables, fiber, yeah. obviously eating your vegetables and your greens, and having a green supplement. Um, fuck, the, like the list is endless. Like 
I reckon I reckon everyone fails at that. And even Ronnie used to talk about that. People if people fail at chewing their fucking food. Yeah. They they really do. They really fail at chewing their food. So mm. Christian, if you haven't if you're eating chicken breast, maybe switch to minced chicken breast. Start doing some minces instead of doing whole like food that you actually have to chew so it's already broken down. Maybe just try that, see how that goes with everything you're doing already with like all your sauerkraut and stuff like that. Um, if you if you also if you've got gut issues, um, glutamine is a really good supplement yep. for for leaky gut type symptoms. But it it depends where you're at. Like saying what's good for gut health is very. Uh, Broad. It's a very, very, oh, yeah, it's a very, very open-ended yeah. question, depending on what your gut's doing. But that's what I'm saying. Like the easiest thing you can do is like that first thing: <laughs> chewing oh. your fucking food. It, how, how many of us are that? Like when we diet or whatever, you're that over over food. You just chew, 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 and then you wash it down, or you're starving, and you basically chew, 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 and swallow it because you're starving. Hmm. It's it's but but like off season and prep is the same thing. You just want to get that food down. Doesn't matter what, hmm. you know. And that could how can your body like digest like a big chunk of food? Like it's just gonna sit there and like kind of like ferment and that's where the farting and all that stuff comes from, you know. And I've noticed like I was a big farter. Now I noticed that like I switched to everything mints. And chewing my food properly, and 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 obviously doing that, like the um, breaking up meals with uh, shakes and stuff like that, all that's gone away. Digestive enzymes are really good too. Yep. Next. Question. And that's all of them. Gavin Raymondi asked, "When is the show going to be up?" Well, tonight, think... Gavin. When now, are you going to do another fucking article, Gavin? Yeah, Gavin. Where are all the questions for us? We're we getting <laughs> your question. Where where's the fucking articles? We should actually yeah, get Gavin yeah. on. I wouldn't mind actually getting Gavin on. Yeah. Do you know what the problem yeah. is with with uh getting guests on this show that we do this so sporadically at these shows? Yeah. Like we can never lock someone down. Nah. Well, I'm I'm tied up until probably after They'll probably have like some time spare maybe next week, but I'm tied up pretty much until at least the third of May. Like I, I couldn't tell you when I'd be available. Like, so Hopefully. fucking full on this time of year. Yeah. Too popular. Too popular. <laughs> Too popular. <laughs> it's a, having the work and needing to do it. It's well, not I'm, do I'm it doing this show, and I sound pretty all right, but I'm doing this show... Um, was it six days out of competing at the uh, Night of Champions at, in, in the NABBA? What day is that? Sunday. Sunday? This, this Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. This oh, is, sort of... and I, I, I'm, I'm saying this, I do not know how I'm going to look on the day, but this is the best I've ever looked. Today, the best I've ever looked ever, even even on stage or off stage. Yeah, mad. Yeah, so I'm pretty oh. um, excited about what, what's going to happen this Sunday. And then what's after this show then? Is that you doing another one, another NABBA one? Yeah, I'm going to do the NABBA um, Sydney show. 
at Rudy yeah. Hill, at Rudy Hill. I just want to compete, yeah, man. I just want to compete. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to be getting better from the last bunch of shows, so yeah. That's all it's about. All right. That's it. Uh, all right. Yeah. I think we'll just wrap it up. Yeah. Cool. Um, Nathan, got anything else to add? Uh, don't think so. All right. All right. Oh, well, anyone, anyone that's coming to Filex, come see me. I'll have a new stimulant-based pre-workout, and I'll get you fucked up on it. Oh yeah. Well, we'll be on um, before then, won't we? Yeah, no. I just. I, are you going to come out to? The, are you going to come out to my store? Yes, I am. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you hopefully uh, next week. All right. Catch up. www.bodybuildingnation.guru for your news, gossip, and apparel.